How I fell asleep, finally. We didn't get home until pretty late that night. I was super tired as I washed all the makeup off my face and got ready for bed. But then, I didn't know why I couldn't fall asleep. All the night's events kept crashing over me like soft waves. I felt the way you feel like when you're on a boat, rocking back and forth. My bed was floating on an ocean. About after, after about half an hour of tossing and turning, I picked my phone up where it was charging on my nightstand. Anyone up? I texted Summer and Zimena. It was after midnight. I was sure they were asleep. Just wanted you guys to know that I think you're the two most amazing people in the world, and I'm glad we got to be such good friends for a while. I'll always remember this night. It's the shingling, baby. I, I put the phone back on the nightstand and karate chopped my pillow to make it comfy. I closed my eyes, hoping sleep would come. Just as I felt myself finally drifting off, my phone buzzed. It wasn't Zimena or Summer. Weirdly enough, it was Ellie. Hey, Charlie. I'm sure you're sleeping, but my parents just came home from the gala and said you guys were absolutely unbelievable. Incredible. Proud of you. Wish I could have been there to see you dance. You deserve it. Let's try to hang out after school next week. Miss you. It sounds stupid, but her, next, her text made me so happy, tears instantly welled up in my eyes. Thanks so much, Ellie, I texted back. Wish you could have been there too. Would love to hang out next week. Miss you too. Miss you too. Good night. How Maya was surprised and surprised us all. I woke up feeling exhausted the next morning. Mom let me go to school late. I saw that both Zimena and Summer had texted me first thing in the morning. Zimena Chin. I feel the same way, Charlotte. What a night. Summer. I love you too. I didn't text them back because I knew they were in class. I missed the first three periods and didn't want either of them, didn't see either of them until lunch. Summer, as usual, was sitting with Augie and Jack. Zimena, as usual, was at the Savannah table. For a fraction of a second, I was going to go over and say hello to Zimena, but the image of Maya standing in front of that same group of kids yesterday was still fresh in my head, and I didn't want to give Zimena even the sliver of a chance of disappointing me with anything but really friendly hello. So I waved to her and Summer as I walked over to my usual table and sat down next to Maya. The girls at my table asked me how last night had gone. Some of them heard about it from their parents, but I spared them too many details. I knew they'd lose interest in about 30 seconds, which is exactly what happened. Not that I could blame them, really. The main thing on their minds, in fact, the only thing they wanted to talk about was the note that Maya had given Ellie yesterday in Carville. The note, it turned out, which by now had been quoted or read aloud by half the grade, was Maya's first ticket to a kind of popularity she'd never experienced before. People were talking about her. Kids were pointing her out to curious sixth graders who had also heard about the note. I'm the queen of the underdogs today, Maya herself said. 
I could tell she felt triumphant. She liked the attention she was getting. I had intended to tell her how it hurt Zimena, how hurt Zimena had been by her note, how it had made her cry. But in a strange way, I also didn't want to rain on Maya's parade. Hey, you, said Summer, nudging me so I could scoot over. Hey, I said, surprised to see her there. I looked over at her table, but Augie and Jack had already left. Hi, Summer, said Maya eagerly. Did you hear about my note? Summer smiled. Yes, I did, she answered. Did you like it? Maya asked. I could tell Summer didn't want to hurt Maya's feelings either, so she hesitated in answering. Where are Augie and Jack? I, in I interjected. Working on some top secret notes to leave in Julian's locker, she answered. A note like mine, said Maya. Summer shook her head. I don't think so. Love notes from someone named Beula. Who's Beula, I said. Summer laughed. It's too hard to explain. I noticed that Zimena was looking at us from all the way across the cafeteria. I smiled at her. She smiled back. Then, to my surprise, she got up and walked over to our table. Everybody at the table stopped talking as soon as they saw her standing there. Without even being asked, Megan and Rand scooted apart and Zimena sat down between them, directly opposite of Maya, me, and Summer. Maya was completely shocked, her eyes wide open, and she almost looked a little scared. I had no idea what would happen next. Zimena clasped her, clasped her hands in front of her, leaned forward, and looked straight at Maya. Maya, she said, I just want to apologize if I've ever said or done anything to insult you. I never meant to. If that's the case, I actually think you're a really nice person and super smart and interesting, and I really hope that we can be friends from now on. Maya blinked, but she didn't say anything. Her mouth was literally hanging open. Anyway, said Zimena, now seeming a little shy, I just wanted to tell you that. That's so nice of you, Zimena, said Summer, smiling. Zimena looked at us with that winking expression of hers. It's the shingling, baby, she said, which made us both smile. Then, as quickly as she'd sat down with us, she got up walk, and walked back to her table. I looked out of the corner of my eye and saw Ellie and Savannah watching her. As soon as she sat down at her table, they came in close to hear what she had to say. That was so nice of her, wasn't it? Summer said to Maya. I'm shocked, answered Maya, taking her glasses off and wiping them. Totally shocked. Summer gave me a little knowing look. Maya, whatever happened to that giant game of dots you were working on? I said. Oh, I have it here, she answered eagerly. I told you I was waiting until you were around to play it. Why? You want to play it now? Yeah, I answered, I do. Me too, said Summer. Maya gasped, grabbed her backpack, pulled out the tube of paper that was folded into thirds and slightly bit at the top. We watched her unfold it and carefully unwind the sheet of paper, which took up the entire width and length of the lunch table. When it was completely stretched out, we all looked at it, stunned. There wasn't one square inch of the gigantic paper that wasn't covered in dots. Perfectly drawn, evenly spaced lines of dots. But not just dots, 
beautiful grid patterns connected by swirls, waves of lines that ended in spirals or flowers or sunbursts. It almost looked like tattoo art. The way blue ink can cover someone's arm so completely, you don't even know where one tattoo starts and another ends. It was the most unbelievably beautiful game of dots I've ever seen. Maya, this is incredible, I said slowly. Yeah, she said happily. I know.